Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. Uh, today on the 3M Open uh, Tournament that uh, is on DraftKings. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports, slates, esports, including Call of Duty League of Legends, and CSGO. Um, I do want to say thank you guys again for all the support. We are now at 3.5 thousand subscribers, which is just crazy to think uh, to think about. So if you enjoy all this free content, I and mean, we have multiple videos coming out every single day, we have NBA under two weeks away, we have NFL coming up, right? We still have some esports going on. We have PGA, obviously. So if you enjoy all this content, if you leave a like button on the video, Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. I would really, really appreciate it. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, this is the DK DFS show. Um, a five-star rating and review would also be greatly appreciated over there as I continue to grow that as well as this YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, with that, basically, that's all out of the way. Let's jump into the video. So before we get into players and the prices for this uh, tournament, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from Last week, the Memorial Tournament. So, last week was a crazy week. Uh, so many big names missing the cut. Uh, Sunday was just a disaster, right? Terrible conditions. Everyone shooting over par. Um, so, let's go over my lineup here. I went with Webb Simpson, Xander Shoffley, Ricky Fowler, Tony Finau, Sergio Garcia, Henrik Norlander. Um, so, first, let me uh, focus on... Uh, let me talk a little bit about what I think I did wrong here. And I, I try not to be results-oriented. I really don't. But in that 8K range, right, I talked about a, a good amount of guys I liked, about four or five guys. Um, you know, Sfinau, who I played, Ricky, um, Gary Woodland, Abraham Answer. I think, personally, playing Ricky here was a mistake for me. Um, I just, he did have two good, decent weeks, but he's been struggling with the swing um, I just think those other guys, again, Woodland and Answer, again, I'm trying not to be results-oriented because they did a bit, both make the cut, but thinking back on it, I probably should have went with one of those guys. I think they're a, this looked a little bit better than Ricky. Um, Webb Simpson at 9.6. Sure, I'll take the L there. I liked him a good amount. Um, yeah, 6 over. Again, the, the cut was 3 over. Not, not a whole lot to say other than that. Uh, that I was a little wrong there on Webb. Uh, Xander was a guy I really liked. Um, I think, you know, I didn't expect him to be this high owned though. Uh, now in the $100 trend, which we'll get to in a sec, he was like 25%, whereas Rom was like 29%. You know, the reason I like Xander as a pivot off of Rom was I thought he was going to be half the ownership, maybe even less, right? But they came in very close in the $100 tournament. So, um, you know, probably should have just gone Rom there, but I didn't, I, I thought the ownership would have been a little bit wider, right? That's why I like Xander, uh, because of, I thought he'd be way less owned. Uh, Finau was a guy I talked about always liking. He had a pretty good tournament besides falling apart at the end of Saturday and going into su and Sunday's round. Um, he could have won the tournament. I mean, he was leading by three strokes late in Saturday, and then he completely fell apart, completely fell apart on Sunday, killed me in the $100 tournament. And then Sergio was a guy I liked. Uh, actually, for you know, what shooting four over wasn't terrible compared to a lot of, you know, a lot of guys above him missed the cut, played terribly, you know, so I, I'm okay with Sergio there, 9% uh, owner. Then Henrik Norlander was a guy that, a value play I really liked, uh, only came in at 6% here in the Millimaker. 
finish, what, six? So that, that was huge, Norlander. Um, uh, let's go over the 100. So, yeah, I ended up cashing in the Millie Maker, um, but finished one point off the cash in the $100 tournament. Yeah, one point. Uh, cash was 349.5. Uh, I finished 348.5. So uh, the bogey by Norlander there on 18 ended up costing me $200. So that was a little bit tilting for sure. Um, and yeah, John Rahm was pretty popular here. Again, he was, I think, let's go over to, let's go over the first place lineup, I guess, in this $100 tournament. So we had Rahm at 29% against Xander, was I think 25% in, in this one. So, um, yeah, I thought the ownership would be a little bit different with, with those two guys, a little wider of a gap. He played Brooks, Tiger, Finau, Day, and Norlander. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty good about the value plays I mentioned, uh, Norlander, uh, Max Homa just missed the cut once again. I think it's a second or third straight week where Homa's missed the cut by one was on the line. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, that basically wraps it up. Again, pretty decent week for me. Cash in the Million Maker missed by one point, unfortunately, in the $100 tournament. But that's the way DFS goes sometimes. So I hope you guys all had a good week. Uh, and let's now go into this week. So again, we have once again another Millie Maker here for this tournament. Now this is not the strongest of fields. So let's now switch over to uh, the spreadsheet I made for you guys, which I will tweet out actually right after this. Um, let me, make sure, let me uh, expand this, make sure it still looks good. <clears throat> okay, I think that looks pretty good. So let's go over, again, what we got here. Um, obviously, we have the players on the left, their um, DraftKings salary, their Vegas odds. So Dustin Johnson is uh, 1,000 or 10 to 1 to win. So he right now is currently the favorite to win this tournament. I included the average points per game on DraftKings. Uh, the course history, only of one year, uh, so only of 2019, uh, but did include that. A uh, stat that I included here that I haven't in previous weeks was birdie or better. Uh, I feel like in a course like this, it's actually really important. It's a really easy course, so you want those guys that can put up a lot of birdies. Or obviously, you prefer guys that you know go birdie bogey than guys with pars. With the way drafting scoring works, right? It's what plus three or plus three and a half for birdie, whereas um, only minus 0.5 for bogey. I think I'm only plus 0.5 for par. So really, again, you want those guys that are gonna have a lot of birdies. That's why I think that's a very important stat to focus on for this week, at least in a tournament, in a, in a course that's very, very easy. And then included strokes gain rankings. Uh, again, total off the tee, I think is pretty important here for, for this course. So a lot of those big drivers, uh, I think get a slight advantage here. Uh, then approach tee to green, around the green, putting. I included uh, their scoring, the rankings for, for par three scoring, par four scoring, and par five scoring. Another new addition to the spreadsheet. So that's kind of the data that I have here for you guys. Again, I will tweet this out. If you want access to this to, to, to make lineups, right, it'll just be, um, you can just use it. It's a DK underscore underscore DFS. The link is in the description below. Uh, yeah, I'll tweet this out right after this video. So let's go over the field. Uh, obviously, looking at, you know, players in this tournament, it's uh, a lot different than last week. Right? Last week, we had most of the good players playing. This week, not so much. So let's go over all the guys here in the 10 plus K range. We have Dustin at 11.5, Brooks at 11.2, Finau 10.9, Fleetwood 10.5, Paul Casey 10.1. So Dustin coming at the top at 11.5 um, did not have a good tournament last week. Did not look good. 
um, but previously was in was in decent form, right? Um, you know, for, for his price right now, I, I'm not overly excited about it, right? Like, do I want to use a lot of my salary on DJ? <sighs> right now, it's probably going to be a pass for me. Now, you know, the, the numbers obviously look good for DJ, right? He's good birdie or better. He's really good off the tee, right? He's, he's a big driver. So, I, I think if you get to him, that's fine. But I think you have to sacrifice a, a little bit too much, you know, personally, just going over Ross construction. So DJ's probably a guy I'm not going to get to too much or, or at all since I'm only, again, a single-entry guy. Uh, Brooks Kep got 11-2, another guy I'll probably stay away from. Who um, didn't make the cut last weekend, but just his injury, back injury, I don't know. It's just it's something I'm not... You know, do I want to pay 11-2 for Brooks right now? I think I like players less than him, you know, for less salaries. So Brooks is another guy. Brooks and DJ are at the top. I don't think I'm going to get to. Now, Fino, if you guys have been watching my PGA videos now for a little bit, you know I always like Tony Fino. Um, again, he had a disappointing Sunday and a little at the end of Saturday, but he looked uh, really good before that. Again, he is really good birdie or better. Like I mentioned in previous video, he's just a guy that, uh, he's going to put up a lot of birdies. Now, sure, uh, on bad days, so he'll have some bogeys too. But he is a guy that has that type of upside to shoot a really, really low score uh, on a course like this. Uh, strokes gain total. He's 12th off the tee, 29th. Really, everything looks pretty good for Finau. Um, so once again, I know I'm a team Finau guy, so I'm a little bit biased. But I really like Finau uh, once again, uh, uh, even at 10.9K. Now, Tommy Fleetwood, we have not seen since... The, the coronavirus break here. He's coming in at 10.5K. I think, you know, it's kind of similar to Tiger Woods last week. Now, Tiger was a guy that, um, you know, I had interest in, but I just thought he would be a little bit over-owned compared to the field because Tiger's just, it's Tiger's a big name. Um, and, you know, it was a little bit riskier because we haven't seen him yet play since the break. Now, Fleetwood, I kind of think the same. He's a little bit riskier, but in a field like this, where there's not as strong of a field, I think he's someone that I am much, I'm very much considering, right? Because Tiger, there are so many pivots around him, guys that have played that were they were playing, you know, better or just you know playing at all. Whereas Tiger had had the huge break, so Fleetwood's a guy that I still kind of like here, at ten point five. Um, so I'm interested to see what the ownership will come in on him. I think he'll be not as high owned as some of these other guys in his price range, but. Um, I think, you know, just for the unknown factor, that, that makes him a little bit risky. But um, I have interest there in Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, Paul Casey at 10-1, I also have interest in here. Uh, he's good birdie or better. Uh, he's really good off the tee approach, tee to green. Uh, besides that, I think it was like a quintuple bogey or quadruple bogey. He played pretty good. Um, so Paul Casey at 10-1, uh, he's 22-1 to odds to win. Um, I, I like him as well. So of these top five guys, it's actually going to be the bottom three that I like the most uh, with Finau, Fleetwood, and Paul Casey. Um, I think probably my favorite, again, a little bit biased there would be Finau, but I do like Fleetwood. I do like Paul Casey as well. Let's scroll down now a little bit to the uh, the 9K range. We have Bubba at 9.9, Matthew Wolf at 9.7, Glover at 9.4, uh, Russell Henley at 9.2, Harris English at 9K. 
Yeah, so Bubba coming in at 9-9 is probably going to be a pass for me. Um, you know, I try to, in these videos, I try to focus on about 15 or so guys that I like. So you can't play everyone, right? I like the guys a little bit above him. So Bubba, you know, I just, I don't think I want to get to him. He hasn't been in the best form. Um, I, I just think he's a little bit overpriced. I just prefer players around him price-wise. Uh, now, Matthew Wolf, I have a little bit of interest in because he's a guy, you know, I've mentioned a few times now, but when he's playing well, he can play really well. Like, he definitely has a chance to win uh, this tournament if he's if he's hit, if he's he's hit playing good golf, right? He has that type of upside when he's playing well. He finished, he won it last year, too, which is always a plus. Well, sure, you know, 9.7 does feel like a lot to pay, but, you know, it's a way weaker field. So Wolf's a guy that I have interest in in GPPs. Because, again, for that reason, when he's playing well, he plays really well. So, um, I have a little bit of interest there. Glover's a guy that has been in really good form at 9.4K. He's 33-1 odds to win. He actually finished 7th here last year. Now, all the numbers look pretty good on Lucas Glover, right? Seventh, or got 36th birdie or better ranking, 63 total, 40th off the tee. Um, I think he's someone in the, he's probably, I would say, my favorite play in the 9K range. So I do like Lucas Glover a good amount. Uh, Henley in English at 9.2 and 9K. Not overly excited. Again, you can't play everyone. So uh, I prefer Glover to those guys. Let's now go down to the 8K range. So we have Eric Van Royen at 8.8, Doc Redman at 8.7. Henrik Norlander, 8.6, Sam Burns, 8.5, Luke Liss, 8.4, Brendan Todd, 8.3, Roger, 8.2, Ryan Moore, 8.1, Brian Harmon, 8K, Max Homa, 8K. So I want to focus on these top three guys, really. Van Royen, Doc Redman, and Henrik Norlander. Norlander was a guy that I mentioned last week, really liking as a value play. I was a little bit worried his ownership would get up there. Wasn't too crazy. Um, 8.6K, again, it feels like a lot, but... He's been in really, really good form. So I think he's someone that I have mentioned once again here. Uh, Van Royen's a guy that I've heard his name mentioned a lot already here. Uh, 8.8K. I think the, the 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 ownership will be a little bit up on him. But another guy that I do kind of like. right? The birdie of better ranking looks decent. Total looks decent. Off the tee looks okay. Um, you know, those odds have actually been going down. A lot of people have been betting betting Eric Van Royen. So I have interest there. And then Doc Redmond too. He's a guy I've mentioned multiple times already here in previous videos. 8.7K. Um, I just think everything looks pretty good for him too. 55th birdie or better. Uh, 48th uh, total. 26th off the tee. Um, he had a really bad uh, weekend putting last weekend. But um, that's something that um, normally is a little bit more... Uh, you know, up and down, right, with, with people and putting can kind of swing uh, either way. So don't want to put a whole lot of focus in, in the putting. Um, so those are three guys that I do like a good amount. Van Royen, 8.8. Doc Redman, 8.7. Henrik Norlander, 8.6K. Um, I have a good amount of interest in those guys. I do want to mention Sam Burns, too. Um, he finished seventh here last year. 56 bir uh, birdie or better. Um, 28th off the tee. I think that also looks good. So I, I would kind of group him in, in those guys as well. So I guess those four guys in that mid to high 8K range, I have a good amount of interest in. Uh, let's see. List, Todd, Rogers, Ryan Moore, Harmon. Again, probably we'll, we'll pass on those guys just because I, I don't want to 
recommend everyone, right? I want, kind of want to focus on a smaller group of players. Um, so again, I like those four guys there at the top of the 8K range. I like Max Homa a lot here at 8K. Again, it just feels like he's he's let a lot of people down. I think it's, it's either the last two or the last three weeks where he has missed the cut literally on the cut line. <laughs> um, he's been playing pretty well. Um, and, and 8K, I like that price a good amount on him. So Max Homa is one of my favorite plays. I think the ownership might drop a little bit because he's let people down in back-to-back weeks. Also, uh, you know, in the higher dollar tournaments too, I've noticed Max Homa is a guy that's picked up ownership, uh, a decent amount of ownership. So Sharps are playing him. Uh, again, he's let a lot of people down last couple of weeks, so I'm missing cut literally on the cut line. Uh, but I do like Max Homa a good amount there at 8K. Let's see. Um, now let's get down to the 7K range. So it's dropping off a little bit here. Um, Jonathan Vegas, I think, looks okay at 7.9. He has good birdie or better numbers. He's good off the tee. Those are two things I kind of want to focus on. So at a price of under 8K, I think he makes for a pretty good mid-tier play. Um, Let's see. Uh, Carlos Ortiz has been in relatively good form uh, recently. He finished 5th here last year, 49th birdie or better. Um, Not the best off the tee. Uh, but anyway, you're getting to this range where, uh, you know, you just really need them kind of to make the cut. I guess not this this high price, but Ortiz has been a guy that has been in contention in, in recent tournaments. Um, so I think the 7.7K price point looks pretty decent for him. RCB, Rafael Cabrera Bello at 7.7K. He's one of those guys that I kind of like as a contrarian play. Uh, he's not been playing well. Um, but I, it's kind of just a gut feeling for me, right? Again, the rankings don't really look good. Uh, but he's someone that uh, we know, you know, in previous years, he's played pretty good golf. He's, you know, been a, a popular value-ish play recent years. Um, and not, hasn't been playing the best golf this year. But at least we know he has it in him. So that's one of those contrarian off-the-board plays I don't think a lot of people will be on that I kind of like as a GPP play. Um, All right, let's scroll down a little bit more here uh, in the 7K range. Um, I think a guy like Charlie Hoffman looks pretty good at 7.4. Got cut last year, not super concerned there. Uh, He's actually 19th birdie or better ranking. That looks pretty good. Not the best off the tee. Um, decent total, right, 70th total, um, you know, a 7.4K price point, I think he's slightly underpriced compared to some of the other guys around him, uh, he's 60 to 1 odds to win, right, if you look around him, 90, 90, 100 to 1, so he has good Vegas odds compared to guys around him in his price range, so Charlie Hoffman at 7.4, I do like a good amount there as a, again, kind of a mid-tier play, Let's see. Let's scroll down a little bit more here. Um, Tringale at 7.2 is a Valley guy I usually like playing. Uh, finished 42nd last year. Not the best birdie or better or off the tee. Uh, but really, now you're getting to the price range where you just want them to make the cut. I think with guys around him, Tringale is a little bit better of a player. So I have a little bit of interest there at his price. Let's see. 
uh, now we get to the range where it gets pretty difficult here. Um, really, yeah, you just want these guys to make the cut. Uh, no one I'm really super confident about down here, right? There was a couple of value plays I really liked last week with Norlander. Uh, was at, what, 6.3? Um, but a guy like uh, Zhang here uh, at 7K, I think looks okay, right? He's 38th birdie or better. 98th off the tee is not great, but um, he's someone that's been in in relatively decent form for for a guy this cheap. So I have a little, little bit of interest there at his price. Um, a guy like Chesson Hot Hadley here, uh, I think looks decent at 6.9. Again, got cut last year. I'm not putting a whole lot of emphasis into course history because it's only one year. Uh, he's 14th birdie or better, which is really good for a guy in his price range. Uh, 79th off the tee, not bad. So, um, Chazan Hadley here, I, I think looks decent as a guy that, uh, if you're going more that stars and scrubs build, would be someone I would consider. Uh, Scott Harrington has been okay recently, or he's made the cut in two of the last three weeks. He's been, uh, you know, he's been okay, right, and 6.8K is a value guy I think you can consider. The numbers, you know, birdie or better is not great, but he is 43rd off the tee. Um, again, really in this range, there's not a whole lot you're going to be overly excited about. Let's scroll down a little bit more. Um, you know, Roger Sloan did to finish 15th last year, but really the numbers don't look good for him. Um, CMS Power. I could be mispronouncing his name, but I think that looks okay for a guy at 6.5K. He's actually 7th ranked in birdie or better. Uh, 60th total to uh, strokes gain total. Not bad off the tee. So he's someone that, another one of those cheap options I think you can consider here. Let's see. Um, yeah, Sean Stefani, 6.3K. He finished 15th last year. Not bad. He's 85th birdie or better. Another one of those guys you can you can consider as a dart throw. But yeah, I mean that's really it. No one I'm like overly excited about. Or like a, a twall is min price. He finished 23rd last year, but yeah, you're not going to feel confident really in. Basically, anyone under 7K, you really just got to hope that they can make the cut. So, a uh, brief overview again of what I'm thinking for this tournament. Um, you know, I think I'm a little bit, again, slightly undecided on the rocks construction the way I want to go. Um, you know, the balance approach is probably a little bit more safe. Uh, but there are some, some guys... At the top, I do like you know, Finau, Fleetwood, Paul Casey. Um, I like Glover at 9.4. I like a lot of those guys in the high 8K range. Van Royen, Doc Redman, Norlander. And I like Max Homa a lot. Um, so, yeah, again, I'm a little bit undecided. I think if you go that Stars and Scrubs approach, you're going to have to take a shot on probably at least one guy under 7K. And no one you're really going to feel great about, but you just got to hope the guy you play makes the cut. Um, and one more thing with golf, too, guys, it's a very, very high variance game. No matter how much research you do, uh, 
a guy can come out, can look really, really good for a course like this, and just come out and just play terribly, and right stuff like that happens. It's a very high variance game compared to like NBA or NFL. Um, I personally prefer NBA NFL because it's more predictable, whereas golf again more high variance. Um, but yeah, I think that's really going to do it for uh, the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you'd leave a like on this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. If you're listening to this Apple Podcasts, again, a five-star rating and a review would be greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, but that's that's really it. I hope you guys all have a good day. I uh, hope you guys make some money uh, on MPGA this weekend. Uh, again, we have NBA coming back in less than a week, hopefully, or in a little over a week. Hopefully, we get some preseason uh, contests. I haven't seen anything posted yet. I did tweet at DK Assist to see if they would post something. So I think they have preseason games um, or whatever, warm-up games, I think start in a few days. Hopefully DraftKings does post some stuff for that. Um, but yeah, like I said, hope you guys have a good day. Uh, thanks again for having me come and check the video, and I will see you guys all in the next one.